adults to like fuck around and put right, stocks right. They go to all the towns. So now he's left the school. So maybe he ends up at the municipal. He goes to church, right? And then all these little There's blood rats. Rebecca. Children of the village of the dam. We're creepy little kids. Malachi's coming with the sickle to Linda Hamilton. That sickle got so much play. I think that's probably why there's so many sequels. It just kind of clicked. Makes me sickle. Yeah, in all the advert um in all the ads, you would always see the sickle against the corn husks. Right, because they'll say children of the corn. You go, oh, that sounds creepy. And then there'll be like a sickle. You're like, oh, yikes, you need a sickle <laughs> to cut corn. I didn't realize it could be used as a weapon. Except for the Grim Reaper, I guess. He, didn't, he doesn't have a sickle. He's a specter. And the Soviet flag. Yeah, he's got, right, he's got another harvesting tool, but it's super long, right? right. And it's That's what he reaps. He reaps yeah. souls. Oh, reaps yeah, so he's the reaper. He's reaping he, not wheat. It's wheat. oh, look both ways before crossing the street. <laughs> Even though nobody lives there. So that's not like Hal Roach Studios where they shot like all these uh, silent movies. Uh, no, there were three towns in Iowa. Uh, I have the locations here somewhere. And um, there were some in in California. Uh, all these little kids are all like, there's only a dozen kids, but they're all like right where the cameras are. Yep, they used them. Here it is. It's Hornick, Iowa, Whiting, Iowa, Salix, Iowa, oh, wow. and Sergeant Bluff, Iowa. So maybe he's in the municipal building now. He is. He is. This town hall. Here comes Joe. Notary. I guess the phone doesn't work. Now he's going to have that, like, psychic experience when he knows that Vicky's uh, in trouble. There's Job checking him out. Right, so Vicky's like a mile away, and the kid he needs is right behind him. And then he's going to say, I have to go a mile. Oh, and there's the kid I need. Let's go. <laughs> no, he doesn't. It, it isn't time for the kid. Oh, they really defaced that town hall. They had three years of, of fucking around. Right, that's right. What else are you going to do as a kid? Well, I mean, they must have oil paint other than crayons mm -hmm. to paint that painting so well. So Linda's like, I mean, uh, Vicky's Vicky. like, what are you drawing? I drew you. Let me see. And then she goes, what is this? You know, she's like scared by the picture or shot or disgusted maybe but we as an audience should see it now before it happened he's like look at that like, well this is the first time they realize she's been drawing murder painting oh that's why there's murder paintings on the wall <laughs> now drawing murder painting uh oh oh they hear somebody and it's malachi and crew i don't want to subscribe to grit magazine We've come to set you free. Okay, here he is. He's going to have his like, like he said to Linda, "You're safe. It's a weird, but you're safe." Something like that. And then he's going to hear that over and over and go, "She's in trouble." Run back. Did they really? These kids paint no false blood gods in blood. No blood. blood. Yeah, and they, they paint use the blood of cops. These kids are sick. <laughs> 
Yeah, they are. This guy would go on to have uh, other success, but he would never outlive his performance here. So scary. As a matter of fact, one time, Isaac freaked out a lady. Uh, they were in a restaurant with friends, and this lady, like, freaked out when she saw Isaac and ran out really? of the diner or the restaurant. That sounds like you when you were a kid. And then she came back in a little later and talked to the manager and said she wanted her seat moved, her her and her girlfriends moved to another location where they couldn't see Isaac. Really? Now, just, that, you see the lamp, she just, that lamp. no cord. There were blanks. Those were blanks. Oh, yeah, because there was no uh, cord attached to the wall when she That's threw it? That's right. You're not going to have a loaded lamp thrown at a guy. Uh-oh. Good acting. She does a good job here, uh, the little girl. Oh, Linda Hamilton's feet. I'm not doing this movie anymore. Oh, with how you are. That little girl would go on to become a psychologist and be a teacher in a college. She got a PhD. Nice. Yeah. She was also on Full House, and she reprised that role on Fuller House. She was on a lot of stuff uh, as a little girl, and then she just said, I'm going to college. Right. Bella Connor. Children of the Corn. So, so Children of the Corn was like 84, now, and then the wait, sequel was 93. Did you see how we just saw the picture, though? Yeah, that's right, finally. Right. So that's the thing. They missed an opportunity there. They didn't show us as the audience with like creepy music, creepy music, like she predicted it. I think it was a waste of opportunity. Now this we, this scene we learned, don't shake the baby. Oh. <laughs> yeah, when it comes to children actors, you should just... Oh, so is she dead? No, she's being sacrificed. She's it's midsummer all over again. Midsummer. Midsummer. Now he's learning, like, he who walks behind the corn is, like, angry at Malachi for killing the old man. And uh, Don't you recognize Malachi from Back to the Future? Yep, he was in it, yep. He had, like, a Davy Crockett hat, beaver cap. See, he would never go on to do another role in which he was a big deal. He would go on to do roles like that. You know, he would be in films. Yeah, good for him. Last night I met a guy like that. Um, his his name was Lenny, and he, you know, I he was in a bunch of mil movies, you know, but he was always like that. He is a working actor. You really don't know him, but you know him when you see him on screen. Right. That's what well, Malachi would go on to do. That's cool because he has such a unique look as a kid. It's nice yeah. to see that. Scary looking. Not necessarily scary looking. He kind of looks like Fraggle from Hard Bodies. He was in Hard Bodies. He was? He, yeah, He's Fraggle. I That's where I know this guy. He's Fraggle okay. from Hard Bodies. You remember I told you that I printed out uh, the cast and one page? Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's on that page. So we watched Hard Bodies too, which is famously not I mean, nothing to do with the first one other than the characters of the first one. Uh, the second one is they're filming a teen sex comedy in Italy, and the name of the characters are the name of the characters from the first movie. Right. <clears throat> and the actors kind of mix and match. You can't really tell what's real or not. Oh, look, look at this. So this is, 
opened yeah. for him like a door. Like Moses and the party of the Red Sea. That must have put some budget in that. And now it's going to close. So the corn's saying, you know, he who walks behind the corn saying, come on in, buddy. Yeah, that's yeah. The Twin Peaks shit. So he is off to find Vicky because he now realizes they took her. Oh, in the in the field. Now in it, yeah, because he saw the picture. Something we didn't get. They they wasted an opportunity. But nonetheless, we every time every scene in a okay, look, they were going they were you see how there's no cleavage there? They didn't have budget. So Oh right. So the yeah, they had yeah, they didn't have cleavage. Don't you think, like, as an actor, though, to be tied up and crucified, like, this is pretty much like, I would, I'd be like, I did it, you assholes. I hope you got it. I'm done. I don't know. You you often go there with, like, the the actors oppressed or something. No, you but know? I mean, you don't think it hurts being crucified? Yes, I do, but I think it's also a movie, and they probably aren't really hanging her there by, you know what I mean? She's on a seat or something, you know? <laughs> now, this is so out of the blue. Meanwhile. Yeah, that's right. Meanwhile, right? All the action's going on in the cornfield, but... And remember, the the our Isaac's not there leading it. Rachel's leading it. It like kind of doesn't make sense that they would be separate, right? They're all together as a community, and it's his turn to get die, right? At nineteen years old, right? Oh, so that's he's marking it in his own blood, right? Exactly. One thing I noticed about this film is that knife knife wounds don't really hurt people ultimately. Well, he you're right, because he's about to get stabbed by Rachel, and he'll be fine for the rest of the movie. We do get to see not only this 19-year-old boy's chest, but uh, Peter Horton gets his shirt off a couple times. Yeah, the producer said, if I took my shirt off, they'll put me in the movie. Do you see the waitress? Yeah, she's the waitress. Maybe, maybe. We never see the waitress's face. And remember, I was saying it's weird than an adult. Right. But also, the waitress looked like she was five feet tall. Right. So she goes, Go get Isaac. And she goes, No, wait, go get Malachi. Because she knows he'll kill, she'll, Malachi, yeah, Malachi will, kill. will kill him. Yeah. Okay, I'll wait for Malachi. So, like, you know, uh, he's getting indignant now, saying, You idiots. You know, oh, yeah. rewriting the Bible one page at a time. It, yeah, nope. but it, they're still going to kill him. It's like, uh, he slams down the boom, Bible. Bible pile. Oh, whoa! Whoa, Get whoa, back. whoa. Get back. No, touch, no touching. These guys wow. all die pretty young. Oh. All died at 19. They're all Gen Xers. I guess or, or old Gen Xers, sixty-two. Old, old. If you were born before JFK, then you're you're a boomer. Right, that's for sure. Yeah, but so these... yeah, you're a Gen Xer. I thought sixty-six was the cutoff, but I think you're right. It's sixty-four. Sixty-four? Yeah, I mean sixty-six makes more sense. Well, see, I'm sixty-six, but I'm definitely Gen X. Right. So. Okay, so he's stabbed. 
but he'll right. be fine. He's even fine right there. You see, sometimes he's got a blood-stained shirt, and sometimes he doesn't as he's running. Well, all you have to do, I learned this in the movies, if you get stabbed, is you pull the knife out. And then you'll be okay, yeah. It'll it'll close up. Yeah, like it's not going to make it worse or going to cause more problems. That's sarcasm, what our lawyer is telling me. (laughs) Get the outlander. Oh, he tripped up so easy. Run. This time we're doing it with the bloodstained shirt. Go. Yeah, right. So this is nice as town vacated themselves for this movie. <laughs> yeah. Not even a plane in the sky, right? Right. Outlander! He's at Kirby's Market. Hey, mister, if you go into Kirby's, can you buy us some beer? You're right. We'll give you the money. We'll be right out here. Uh oh, they got him now. It's there's a Star Trek episode like this. It looks like a Star Trek episode with the colors. Yeah. Outlander. There's this, there's this uh, Star Trek episode where there's a, like a virus and it kills you when you get to a certain age. So they come to this town that's like empty except for kids. And that was 1967, I think. So in uh, in Hard Bodies, these three guys want to get laid. They find like a Lothario who convinces them, like, do what I do. And with this pad you guys are renting here by the beach, we'll have massive parties. And their buddy Frankel comes and hangs out and drinks beer and falls over the lids. Like, it was, it's a great movie. Classic. Hard Bodies. I yeah. will watch it. We've seen Hard Bodies it. too on this show. Just right. It's really awful with James Caron. Where's my little sheet of movies? I recently saw that movie because my brother had a, a DVD of both movies. Oh, wow. That's a real difference, right? It's a very double feature. But I mean, Hard Bodies 2 is just pales. Yeah, there's there's none of this guy. There's no Mordecai in, in this movie. So now they're going to have like a standoff thing, but nobody dies. Oh, no. I'm sure Mordecai has to get his comeuppance later. Um, 11 films in the series. It spawned more sequels than any other Stephen King film. Right. Franchise <laughs> film. Cult, a rap group with the name Children of the Corn. There's lots of places in music where Children of the Corn is referenced. I just, Sure. What about all the kids from the band the Corn? Right. Yeah. There's a Corn song. Let me see. Children of the Corn is a track on the 1998 Corn album, Follow the Leader. Um, is it Children of the Corn or is it Children of the Corn? Uh, it's with a K. Yeah, okay. And the final verse of Kendrick Lamar's 2001 song, Mad City. Kill them all if they gossip the children of the corn. They're realizing an option of living a lie. Drive the body with toxins. I don't know. He says children of the corn. And there's a bunch of them here. I think I got three more. I don't feel like reading them. Well, wait, I wrote a song, ready? Okay. Uh, uh, before you were born, that was the movie Children of the Corn. Their <laughs> hair is ragged. It's really short. Yes, it's children of the corn. What else rhymes with corn? Uh, they have their hair. Warm? used to be short. Yeah, worn. 
Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm giving you a warn. It's the children of the corn. <laughs> yeah, that's very short. I uh, thought you were going to do like your Christmas song. You go, children, corn, children, corn, children, corn. Oh, Carl, Merry Christmas. Oh, thank you, Mike. Yeah, You're the first I, I, one to uh, wish you a Merry Christmas this year. This year. Yeah, uh, you've done it episode after episode, so it's not the first time I've been wished, but it's the you're the first person. I feel, well, this word Christmas, more people should be wishing you a Merry Christmas. I wrote a Christmas carol for you. Oh, you wrote a Christmas carol? Yeah, How does it go? It goes, Christmas, 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 Christmas. So now Job has saved him from the, you know, he took him down to his dad's bomb shelter. Nobody's going to find you in here. Right. And so there's a first aid kit. I'll set you up. Right. Yeah. It's like John Wick's doctor shows up all of a sudden. Isn't, <laughs> isn't it funny? Like, there's look, always, she like, has no cleavage there. She has no cleavage. That's they didn't have the budget. budget. No right. budget. They had to give it to. To whom? In this Stephen movie. King. Oh, he got the movies? Stephen King is out. Wait, okay. I think Night Shift also trucks the uh, turn into maximum overdrive. That story is from that book. Uh-huh. Because you say, like, man, they're taking a short story and they're dragging it out into a movie. But they do that all the time for Stephen King. I mean, that book alone had, like, several movies. Right. The, anything with Stephen King's name on it at a certain point, I guess after The Shining, was just like, okay, this is gold. We'll yeah, option children, you a book. Children of the Corn kind of turned that gold into, like, what, cheese, but... <laughs> Right, because that, that point is like turning... you don't need Stanley Kubrick. You don't need Stanley Kubrick to direct your movie. You could just fucking do it. You don't need Stephen King to write it, apparently, either. Yeah, right. Okay, so right now, as a matter of fact, Hound Roach tried to get it that um, uh, the writer wasn't credited. It was just written by Stephen King. He lost that argument. Huh. So now uh, Isaac, who's always shaming Malachi, Malachi's turning it on him, and everyone's against Isaac now, and they're even going to crucify him. Look at that. The kid's like an expert in, like, first aid. Every gunslinger, there's a woman in town who knows how to heal his wounds before the final battle. Right. In this case, it's a six-year-old girl. (laughs) I think you might have nailed it six, six or seven. Could she could be you nailed it. So there's no cleavage in this movie, but we see Peter Horton without his shirt, and the guy's pretty sexy. And we saw that nineteen year old. We saw some some, you know, young beefcake, I guess. Uh-huh. I didn't see he was very beefcakey, right? You could see his he, uh, clap and... Yeah, but he's like this hairy guy and uh with a nice build and he's cutting a, a Satan uh no. Now, listen, in a movie, every scene flows from one to the other. That is broken here. He goes like, come out, Outlander, or we're going to kill your woman, right? But he's in the bomb shelter, doesn't hear it at all, and then they just take her right back to the cornfield again. So the scene is pointless. Well, there's two things about this scene. One, he cuts her really deeply and then puts his hand on the wound. But no one really gets hurt with these 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 cuts are like fast and loose in this movie, right? And, yeah, that won't be a scar. Also, did you notice when they were driving away from the gas mechanic? He's like, "What? What's that whispering? What's that noise?" Yeah. And meanwhile, they're like, "Damn it, we just drove another fifteen minutes and uh, we're still lost." 
and they cut back to him. It's like two seconds have passed. What is that yeah, noise? That's right. That was very badly done. Okay, I get my shirt back on. Blood is well, a decorative. He is going to go to the cornfield to find Vicky. See what I'm saying, though? The right, whole Vicky's in town. Listen, if you're in a movie and you're screaming out, trying to lure a guy out, one scene needs to lead to the other. That has to lead to a scene in which he gets the better of them or he does come out. or But they didn't do that. They just said, all right, he's not here. Let's bring her back to the cornfield. It didn't make any sense. Look at this guy. He's like, no big deal. Yeah, but kind of he's taking him sense. a little right now. Maybe you're right. Oh, they got Mordecai up there. Oh, no, Isaac up there. He returns, huh, in 666? Yeah, and he even co-wrote it with his cousin. Wow, it takes five sequels, uh, four sequels for it to catch up with him. Yep. Finally works. Let's see here. I don't have them all. Children of the Corn is 84, of course. Children of the Corn 2, the final sacrifice in 92. Right, that's crazy. That's so much time has passed. Children of the Corn 3, Urban Harvest in 95. Urban, okay. 2009, a TV remake of the original film aired on Sci-Fi and Fox. October 23, 2022, no, 2020, a prequel to the 1984 film wow. and the 11th overall entry titled Children of the Corn 2020. Never heard of it. There was a company called Dimension Films, and they bought the rights to the name of Children of the Corn, and that's it. They made all those sequels. Are you talking about uh, uh, Harvey Weinstein's brother's uh, production? I house? don't know. I, I don't know. Because there was Miramax, and then they had like a B movie division called uh, Dimension Films. Dimension then, Films. yeah. Yeah. So, Bob, Children Bob, of the Bob. Corn 1 and 2 came out, and then they bought it, and they made, you know, nine more. He thinks his wife is being about to be torched up in, in a crucifixion, but it's actually Mordecai. So he's going to go over there, like, unhand my wife. And they're like, yeah, Mordecai had your wife in town hall about 10, 10 hours ago. Now, you see that machine there? Yeah. That's an irrigation machine. It pumps water into the field. Oh, yeah, I saw that in the Flintstones. Okay, so just remember that, because we're going to be back to this irrigation machine. But it is going to be water. Uh oh, it's corn alcohol, right? Ethanol. Corn ethanol. Yeah. No. Hey guys, I thought this was about me. I'm the one who carved a pentagram in my chest. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He stole his thunder. He stole his glory. But he still has his chest out. Like it's just nicely gratuitous. I think you're right. At first, I was like, oh, Mike's doing it again, just getting it. But no, they obviously, they got him as beefcake. Yeah. Those are all the campy performances. All right, I got to take a leak. I'll now be look, back. Right there, you see oh, that Oh, there thing? it is. It's the Boy Scouts. That, yeah, that underneath is a trench. What they have there is it's like, they took a wheelbarrow and flipped it upside down and then took off the wheels and put them on the bottom. Oh. And then they push it with – it's on, like, tracks. That The Boy Scouts dug a trench, and they put, like, train tracks down there. And so they're pushing it along, 
And they also sort of like stuck dirt on it like a mound and like glued it on or something. So it's so, not Bugs Bunny getting lost on his way to Albuquerque. Right. But it sure looks like it, right? Yeah, it does. It looks like Bugs. It looks like that gopher from uh, Kaichek. Uh-oh. The super red. This is like the cheap special effects they got. That's right. And that, is, again, is uh, because they had like one point something million dollars. And then Stephen King took his cut and they had $850,000 $850, left. You see Whoa. how they bump? Yeah, they made it pop up into the air. It's kind of nonsensical. Well, you know, popcorn. I'm sure, I believe yeah. Wow. So yeah, look, he's staged Vicky and he's fucking up Malachi. He punches a kid and he's like, you guys have show some shame. I'm an adult here. And now what he starts doing is like talking sense to them. He's like, you think this is God? I mean... God doesn't, you know, any religion that doesn't have love in it, right? It's false. You They're got all holding weapons. Getting scammed. All these kids, like, they've never seen, like, a weapon before. I got what, you mean that way they don't charge them? Yeah, they just hold it like, I don't know what they're doing. Those are a it. bunch of uh, Iowa locals. So yeah. There, he's he's starting to make sense to them. Like, this isn't a real religion. Think about it. They're telling you to kill people. Something's amiss here. Something's afoot. But he doesn't say it like it's a uh, demon. Right. So look, Malachi tries to get tough, and it's working. But then he overcomes Malachi, and nobody's helping Malachi. Like, things are going right. to flip now. I don't think they know who to believe. Right. And they're really fighting. It's a good fight. That was fake. Wow, that was fake. So Ow! what's my motivation? Feel this wind! Just, Feel this wind! Just imagine Mordecai's your son. All right, and let's do it. Roll. I'm Mordecai's dad getting offended on the side of the thing. You're hitting my kid. You're Mike, my you're kid. crazy. You're crazy. This is a film. Oh, no, I mean, like, you got a good chance of... Now, look, he doesn't kill Malachi, and everyone's like, oh, you mean... He did that on purpose. He just, like, yeah, I did that on purpose. Yeah, no, I meant to miss on purpose. Yeah, I meant to do that. Who throws a fucking knife at him with the attention to miss? Right? You know, there's always a chance you're going to hit. In the trailer for this movie, the first trailer, they misspelled Stephen King's name. Okay, here was supposed to be a bunch of special effects, and you see a skull, but they didn't have the budget. They just put out, like... Yeah, so they just did that. Also, he's supposed to behead Malachi and drag him by his feet into the corn, but they just couldn't afford it. So he just chokes him to death. Breaks his collarbone. Yeah. Yeah, they cheaped out, but we didn't notice because we didn't know. Stephen yeah. King was at the at the theater going, oh, oh, oh. right. He's he's lighting cigars with hundred dollar yeah. bills. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he directed you, Maxim- Malachi. Maximum Overdrive was shortly thereafter. It was you know it went from like Carrie, Brian De Palma. It went to like nineteen eighty to Shining. Mm-hmm. It uh, you know there's Salem's Lot. There's right. like all these, there's Creepshow where he worked with George Romero and he showed up at Knight Riders. 
George Romero. Like there was like some kind of prestige to his films. And then there was a certain point where it was like, whatever. Right. And then like Pet Cemetery brought it back for two seconds. It yeah, was more of quality, but that was just lucky. Um, it was a good, it was a, it was well directed that movie, but yeah, you're right. Like the, you know Stephen King, like he he either he just he became a money his, machine. He remakes his own stuff. I'm making my own Shining. Fuck you guys. <laughs> or uh, none of the stories are interesting, or they just keep cranking them out. I don't know. I guess uh, the, the moment has passed, but it was a big deal. Yes, it was a huge industry of his films. Okay, so now they're figuring out that what the preacher was going to do. He was he he reads a quote from Revelation, like way back in eighty, when it first happened. The preacher was reading a quote, and they realize it's like the lake of fire. So they're gonna burn the cornfield. That's what the guy was gonna do. They figure out, so they'll do it too. And now I think they should use the movie fart, and it's lit with the lighter that was gifted to him. Yeah, right. He's gonna burn it down with the lighter he got. How, but he doesn't. He does a Malatov cocktail. Now he does light it with the lighter, but there's no pomp and ceremony to it. Nobody knows. You know, you miss that it's the lighter he was gifted. Well, that's good. It's subtle filmmaking. Very Mike, subtle. You're crazy, Mike. You're crazy. You just want to contradict me. That's no, good. I, it's it's good, good. Subtle it's filmmaking. Good. Yeah. It's good that's that right. nobody saw the lighter was the gift. It's good that nobody it's good saw they the spent picture. 10 minutes. It's good that no one found the irony of a doctor having a cigarette right. lighter. This is a doctor. You should just be bored. Because you don't put a guy on a crucifix. Health. He could get hurt. So just have a boring film, which everybody stands. They no, think. it looked like they did a fine job making sure she wasn't hurt. Oh, there's the <laughs> asinol you were talking about. Right. This is asinol. And if you've ever lit your fart on fire before, you know that asinol is very expensive. <laughs> it could burn your jeans. You're singeing your hair. Okay. First, they got to find the right connector. Hurry up. The wind is blowing. The wind yeah. is blowing. So what's happening is the demon's like now mad at everybody. You know, this guy came along and turned them all against him. So he's going to like have his wrath and pretty much kill everybody. So instead, so he goes, give me a rag. And he rips off and she, he goes, hey, that's not a rag. You're so mad that they yeah, ripped yeah. his jacket. That was his clean jet vest in the beginning right. of the movie. Like three and years for ago. the rest of the film, he'll leave it on. Just one arm. So straight. Like Flintstones. Like so when, they, when he killed all the parents, they just said, fuck it. They, they dressed up, and he still returns to those clothes. Yep. Like they, were, they were dressing up. So they're taking the the line of ethanol of acinol to the irrigation machine. So instead of water, it's going to squirt acinol all over the cornfield. Oh man, Cary Grant should have done that. North by Northwest would have saved the scene. Now look. Oh no, look. The corn comes alive. It is supernatural after all. Right, and this is the only time anything like this will happen in the film. That happens so many times in this film. One trick ponies. They're doing the Evil Dead and two, where all the all the things come alive. Now, who should save him? But Job comes along and like sickles him out. Oh, good thing I have my Boy Scout knife. Right. Yeah, he doesn't sickle him out. He like pocket knifes him out. But it's very effective. Job has saved him. So now Job becomes with his one vest over his shoulder. He becomes his little partner. 
Right. Oh, yeah. He's a little uh, adventure boy. Okay. This film's budget was originally $1.3 million, but according to the director, Stephen King demanded more payment in advance, uh, half a million dollars. That brought them down to $800 million. But they would go on to make 14.6. Right. Enough for it to, to last. Well, it's a cultural icon, right? There's always a short, short, uh, shorthand when you say "Children of the Corn." Yeah. So now the kid knows how to work it because it was his father's stuff. So he's telling him how to do it. Hit the button on the top, crank it, crank, crank it, it, you dumb adult. And then take me out for a milkshake. Right here comes the demon. Oh my God! What the hell is that? It's like. They're painting on the cell of the movie. Right. That's right. They just had regular smoke, but they highlighted it with orange, and it was just painted on. All right, here we go. Here comes the acinols flowing. Corn has many different purposes. Like, it's yeah. not just eating. You can right. use it to burn, too. Get burned. Oh, before oh, no. he gets us, we're going to get him. Throw them a pop cocktail. All right, light it with your lighter. Right. It will be the gifted lighter. But he should light the whole thing and say, honey, thank you for my gift, and then light the whole thing with this lighter. They call me Dr. Arson. Right. <laughs> okay, so lighter. he lights the Molotov cocktail. He throws it, but he misthrows it. And Job says, you idiot! You idiot! Adult, so Job runs out there to go get it. No, oh. don't. Why? You already fucked it up, didn't you? Oh, uh, bugs guys. Look how good it is. I know it's kind of it's a nice approach because this whole time it's like, well, these kids are psycho. They're they're crazy. There's a preacher, a kid preacher, and then it's like, yeah, and there's supernatural elements, and but, there is a like, demon. It's yeah, it's kind of weird because the demon is more than they're making him a, like a physical thing all of a sudden. Remember how before he they, he controlled dreams and right. he okay, so throw it, you dumb adult. So he throws it and this time it hits and everything burns. Wow, that's kind of fun to shoot. Don't you think it would have been better if he like missed the Molotov cocktail just like that? So he used his lighter. He risked his life to go where the gas was and farts. Thank you for my gift, Bert. No, Bert. I'm pretending to be scared. I'm acting I'm scared, adult. Look, she's a lighter. The the wound is healed up. The face long straight. Now you see there her, her cleavage. Uh-huh. They didn't have enough budget to give so her. So they couldn't afford to uh, a cleavage. Because Stephen King took a lar half a million dollars out of her cleavage. Okay, this it's ending now. All right, it, it, this will kill you. the demon. I don't know why. Five I don't believe you. <laughs> Seems this pretty. This movie busy. never ends. There's eleven sequels. This movie won't end. So I guess like the cornfield was the source of the evil. Look, it's it's it's. Oh yeah, it's they're painting itself. Yeah. Oh, there's his face. I'm cranky. Zip, 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 zip. Now he goes down to hell. You've beaten him. My God. They do that special effect at the end of the movie, so you can't ask for a refund. Now, when the movie ended, 
The director said, no, no, it's not good enough. We need one more scare, one more scare. And that's how this scene was born, never written by either Steve, Stephen King or oh, There's a dead body in the trunk. They, they forgot all about it. They're not even going to mention it in the scene. There's shit in their trunk, and they're like, well, we're going to start the car anyway, right? No, they're like, well, our car's all fucked up. We're going to have to walk. So then he's like, get the map. So he goes in there to get the map. Now, I expected, well, I'll just wait a couple seconds. Yeah, oh, well, this movie's not going to end. You could go ahead. <laughs> All right. There's going to be another scare, and then it's like we're going to walk 20 miles to Herberbergsburg. And what do we do with the kids? They're like, I guess we'll keep them for now. They're like, we'll keep them for a day. No, we'll keep uh, them for a week. These kids are so cute. They just went through the biggest trauma in my lifetime. Right. Like, yeah. Everything's fine with this one jacket. One jacket. Yeah. Best. Weird. So he's like, I expected the film to go, listen, why don't we just keep them forever? If you'll marry me, you know, that would have been a nice wrap up to the film. But no. She said, if you give up being your dreams of being a doctor. Oh, it's Rebecca. Last scare with the sickle, just like Ooh, the poster. Children, like the poster. Oh. And she misses after all that. He went in the car to, to get some Tic Tacs, right? Oh, out cold. That's At all it took. They the map. They did have, a, they had big red Wrigley's gum. <laughs> It's going to be a long walk. We better get some Wrigley's. Well, this is like, we have two minutes before this movie ends. Just hit her with a car door and she'll go, she'll pass out immediately. Right. The end. There's no music playing, by the way. Their oh, music will play. The credits. At first, they start the credits without music. It's weird. Okay, great. The end. Carl, what do you think of this movie? Um, I think it was okay for the budget they had. I think that I think that they did a lot of weird things, though. I don't know. I didn't hate it. And I saw it as a kid, and he goes, they want, he wants you, Malachi. I was freaked out. I guess as a high schooler, but that really scared me. Yeah, I mean, this movie is, a, I mean, I've heard so much about it. It was fine. It was a lot of stuff crammed in there. Yeah. I don't know. It was, uh, for, for a story published in the 1977 Hustler, I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, that has been our Stephen King adaptation movie. Uh, probably the first for us after five years of doing I this. I think, yes. Yeah. And uh, there's maybe we could do Children of the Corn 2, Children of the Corn 3, Children of the Corn 4, Children of the Corn 5, Mike, Children of the Corn 666. Mike, don't. 666. Oh, my God. Children of the Corn. We're done with this franchise. All right. No more Children of the Corn, but we will be back next Sunday here on Mimi Radio. We'll be airing first at 2 p.m. on Sunday. Make a habit of it. Pick out what's really happening before us at noon next week. And we'll be posting this on YouTube. We'll be posting this uh, as a podcast. And we'll be back next week. Next week's movie, Carl. Yes. Running Out of Luck from 1987. Of Luck. Another 80s movie. Is there a trailer? Yeah, I believe so. Let me go ahead and uh, check here. Where's my phone here? Where's my PlayStation controller? Okay, so running out of luck. The less I say about it, the better. That's all I'm going to say. I'm 
try and not say anything about this. Sailor, Running Out of Luck, 1987. Okay. It's Mick Jagger. Oh, did I mention that? No, I guess I did. Um, okay, there's English German trailer. Oh, well, you know German, right? So you could help us. In in college, I took two years of German. I do not know German. I always okay, thought so your family spoke German. That you're just my fighting. father, when my father was in his forties, he discovered that he was German. So he learned, you know, like he he always knew he's German, but he finally cared, uh, and so he started learning German, and he did become fluent. Okay, so it's two hours and six minutes, Mike. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. An hour and no. a half. Okay. So we're going to use VHS Trailer Park. Okay, I got to get to it. Oh, I see it, right. Okay, so we're going to watch the trailer. I'm going to blast it as loud as I can. This is Mick Jagger in Running Out of Time. Uh, running out, running of out, luck. out of Luck. Running Out of Luck. Trailer, and then parentheses, 1987 English. Trailer, VHS Trailer Park. Is our is, channel. Is our channel. Uh, let's do the countdown in three, two, one, go. I have a second. Here. I'm uh, Mick Jagger. Uh, Mickey, Mickey Jagiro. Mickey. Uh, very famous rock star. I'm Mickey Jagger. Oh, what are you? I'm him. Mick Jagger is Spider. It's German. I'm broke. Jerry Hall is Chainsawer. Jimmy Hall. Ray Donald Trump is the true. Oh, Tommy Chong's daughter. Oh, this song. This is his solo record. I guess he celebrated with a full length. Yeah. Das ist nur Ausschnitt mir. All right, I'm losing interest. I lost it. Oh, yeah, you don't have to watch it four times. Oh, yeah, no, I can't even watch the trailer. Yeah, let's do the switcheroo. All right, I'm happy to do switcheroo. No, no, that's not going to serve our audience well. Well, we're still watching the trailer. This is Running Out of Luck with Mick Jagger. It's directed by the great Julian Temple. This is probably not in the great category, but uh, it, it went directly. To, it, it, it popped up a few years ago, and actually KQED had a great article about it uh, from 2017. So this is kind of a rediscovered cult movie. It went straight to video. It's a full-length movie with Mick Jagger playing himself, and we'll be watching that next week with you. Carl, thank you so much uh, for researching, watching uh Children of the Corn for four times and doing all the research and writing the music and producing the uh, comedian countdown. Uh, it's just fantastic. Brassy ass. Yeah.
uh, Gracias. And with Gracias to our audience for being here and for subscribing and maybe giving money to Media Radio, but we love when you subscribe and not listen. We just love the numbers. So keep it up. Uh, and we'll be back next week. So we'll see you then. Bye.
out here, Migos. I don't talk to too many folks, but you listen. And I married a widow with a grown daughter. Then my father married my wife's daughter. That made my wife the mother-in-law of her father-in-law. My father became my stepson. Then my stepmother, the daughter of my wife, had a son. He became my brother. He was my father's son, but he was also my wife's stepson. Therefore, their grandson. And that made me the grandfather of my stepbrother. Then my wife had a son. So my mother-in-law, the stepsister of my son, is also my grandmother. Because his stepsister is, uh, is his wife. I'm the brother of my son, who is also the son of my step-grandmother. I am my mother's brother-in-law. My wife is her own child's aunt. My son is my father's nephew, and I'm my own grandfather. Flat black plastic. Mutiny Radio. We're on spotlighting the Black History Month.
can heal you tonight. If you're in the sound of my voice this evening, I can heal you tonight. You wanna be healed? Put one hand on your radio. Put one hand on what you want healed. Yo, yo, lady, yo, lady, reach over. Put one hand on the radio. Put one hand on old tired heart and kept humming and singing. Wait in the water. Wait in the water, children. Walk tall, walk tall. 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 Walk tall